There are all different sizes of businesses. Big business, small business, that awkward growing phase business, the running this thing from my garage business, and the OMG we can't hire fast enough business. Wherever you are in your business journey, HubSpot's powerful but easy-to-use CRM platform grows with you. It lets all of your teams work together seamlessly, whether that's just you and your roommate or colleagues across multiple time zones. Grow better with HubSpot by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. Learn more at HubSpot.com. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. So it's now, brother, can you spare a dime? My God shall supply my need. Don't have to take because I am a seed of every good. Like I said, we're going to continue on, amen, and just thank God. I just want to make sure everything is working according to plan here. Um, so just bear with us just for a minute. You know, God is great. God is awesome, and it's just good to be in the house of the Lord one more time, amen. Amen. God, you are so awesome, and I call you awesome. <laughs> yeah. I call you awesome. God is good. So we had a little technical difficulty at first, and then, but we are back in uh, in the studio. It's all good. The guy has the little thunderstorm going on outside, so that might have been the cost of it. So with that being said, um, I do want to let you know that uh, we were going to talk a little bit about the song. Um, this is what we've been doing a series on, uh, um, probably for for a while. You know, it's called the song by called Waymaker, you know. The Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God, that is who you are. So this will be part five tonight. We're gonna to talk about my God, that is who you are. You know, so we're gonna talk about that. Um, that'd be the part five of that that, that verse the Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God, that is who you are. Amen. So we're excited about that. We know that uh, this is a word definitely for all of us. All of us are going through some changes and challenges in our life. And, but we know that God, there is nothing too hard for God to do. Amen. We know that there's nothing too hard for God to do. But someone, Emmanuel, of History Bound and Grace Minister Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the Finished Work with Reverend Pat Randall is every Thursday at 12 noon. On Friday Night Joy, of course, is, um, um, is the first, the second, and the fourth Friday. And you sometimes I have guests, I haven't had a guest on for a while, but that's the first, the second, and Friday, first, the second, and the fourth Friday at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life. It's the first and the third Sunday at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is 
every Wednesday at 7 p.m. I'm up to broadcast uh, as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Board of the Beautiful, Reverend Levita Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, Minister Jordana, Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Louis McElwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover with the Body of One of the Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every third every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour three, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk with Ray, Antonio, Tyrone, Cleophis, and I forgot somebody. And Brother Elston, every second Sunday at 7 p.m. This is the brothers getting together, just having a round table discussing. Amen. Um, Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon is every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call. Reverend Gwen been doing this for a while. You got to tune in at 1 o'clock. It's a free conference call. The number is 712-770-5505. That's its code. It's 732-499. Matters of the Heart Singers Ministry. Amen. But there's another group of, of singers that come together. Robert, Maggie, myself, and uh, uh, Sister Hope and everything. And uh, we all come together every third Friday and just talk about things that are Concerning singles, okay? Spiritual Nuggets of Truth is another broadcast. It's, a, it's every second and fourth Monday at 8 p.m. And we are excited about all the different hosts and broadcasts that will be joining us uh, throughout all the week. Amen. Let's go ahead and open up in prayer real quick. Father God, we come to thank you to give you all the glory and all the honor, God, for you awesomeness for your work that you're doing, God. We pray for peace, God. We pray for joy, God. We pray for healing, Lord. We pray for hope being restored. We pray for all that is needed in, the, in your people today, God, that they will, they will begin to realize who you are, for you are awesome. You are awesome, Lord, God. We thank you for all that you're doing in our life, God. We pray that we give this broadcast to you, that you may have your way, that you may speak the orchestra, the mystery of the gospel. We pray that if beginning, God, to restore those things that the canker worm and the locust and the grasshopper and the palmer worm have eaten. We pray that it be an encouragement to us. So, God, we pray, Lord Jesus, that our joy will be restored. We pray today, Holy Spirit, that you will come and just have your way. You set the atmosphere. You speak the words, God. You bring forth healing, Lord. You bring forth hope, restore hope, God. You encourage, God. You tear down strongholds, God. You do it. No one else, Lord Jesus, can do it and suffer you. So we stand in awe. We continue to give you all the glory. We will magnify your name with all that is within us. For you are worthy to be praised, Lord Jesus. We thank you for seeing another Friday, first Friday of this month, God. And we worship you and we glorify you, for you are truly worthy to be praised. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Again, this is Wood Christmas Speak Talk Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Ray. Amen. We're going to go ahead and continue with our series. Uh, God is, my God, that is who you are. You know, it's coming from a song, uh, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness. My God, that is who you are. What I want to do, because uh, this, this is the part five of this, you know, I want to go through the song again and just read it. I'm not going to play it or anything like that because I don't have copyrights to play the song and everything. So let me just go to it. says, you are here moving in our midst. It says, I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are 
a way maker, a miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You say, you are a way maker, a promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. It says, you are here touching every heart. So you are here touching our every heart. I worship you. I worship you. It says, you are healing every heart. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you. Turn in. Uh, turning lives around. You are here, oh, turning lives around. I worship you. I worship you. You mended every heart. You are here, mending every heart. I worship you. I worship you. Then it goes back to the end of the song. So you are a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. And that's the part we're going to talk about today. My God, that is who you are. This is part five of the series. Amen. So I'm excited about this. I was reading and studying earlier. Um, I had someone um, during the week um, send me a video. It was actually was Reverend Robin. I'm going to put it on the spot. But um, she had sent me a video, and I think I listened to the whole song, a whole album. And she sent me, went back and listened to the whole album, and I was truly blessed. And everything. Uh, so y'all bear with me. I'm dead under the weather, but I'm okay. You know, I I, I was gonna put in a tape, but God said, no, you gotta go forth. But this is this is about ministering to others, and even though when you're not well, you still gotta move forward. But uh, so I thank God in that uh, that the healing will take place, even as I, I present this um, to you. Amen. So the first thing I want to do, Amen. I got a lot of t- as always. I got a ton of scriptures, but. When I begin to think about who God is, I also begin to think about the name of God. And then we can get to the scripture part of it, okay? So just bear with me for a second. Because I got a lot of notes. Like I said, this is part five of the series, man. We've been doing this for a while. <laughs> since, since the beginning of the year. It started off way back when. But um, God has begun to, have begun to give me different pieces of it. And then I uh, put it in on paper and, and added whatever he told me to add to it. And I'm like excited about that. Amen. Amen. God is faithful. God is faithful. Amen. 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 So I'm just turning in my notes here. Amen. Amen. I pray that you had an awesome and wonderful day and everything. I pray that God has blessed you and kept you through all things. Uh, know that he has. Okay, then here we go. All right. The, the, the one writer asked the question, who is God to you? He is, um, and some of the different names I got is El Shaddai. Which means Lord God Almighty, then it's El El Ayon, which means the most hell most high God it means Adona means Lord and Master. Uh, Yahweh means Lord or means Jehovah. Jehovah Nisi means Lord my banner. God is Jehovah Nisi my the Lord my banner. Jehovah Ra, the Lord my shepherd, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that hears, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there, Jehovah Tiskudu. The Lord our righteous, Jehovah Mechadism, can yeah, I talk about something to the right? The Lord who sanctifies you, El Olim, the everlasting God, everlasting God, Elohim, God. Karna is Q A N N A means jealous. God is jealous, a jealous God. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Shalom, the the Lord is peace. Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of of hosts. You know, I, I really, when I, one of the ones that I really like, when I think about God, the Lord God Almighty, I think about the word El El Shaddai, 
Shad- Shaddai. He's El El Shaddai. He's He's Lord God Almighty. He's El El. You know, He's Almighty, Almighty. There is none like Him in all the earth. And he is God. He said when He talked to Smoke the Moon, He said, "Tell them I am that I am." He is the Great I Am. There is no other I Am like Him and stuff like that. When I when I look and when we search the Scripture, there's clearly uh, the Scripture is critical. Um, clearly revealed that there is no greater I am other than him and everything. There are many names that that, uh, that God has, and there are many attributes that that God has. I mean, he has these names, but we also know that he's faithful. We also know that he's just. You know, we know earlier, as I said, he's righteous and stuff like that. We already know that he's a true God. He's the one true God, you know. We already know that he's holy. <laughs> we already know that he's a deliverer. He's our savior. We know that we can trust in him. He's the one that we can trust and one that we can believe in, one can have faith. You know that he's never short, come short of his promise, you know, that if his word is truth and everything like that. We, If God said it, it will come to pass. If God spoke it, if he thought it, it came to pass. So we know who God is. We begin to look at the different names of who God is. And we, we begin to realize, God, all these things cannot even even uh, uh, declare what who you really are. It's that God is love, you know, and stuff like that. We know these things because the scriptures say the thing, but we know these things because what he has done in our life, the storms of life that he has brought us through, the storms of life that he has continued to bring us through. We know these things because we have become a testimony of who God is. We know these things because we have become a testimony of who God is. Amen. And um and, and it says that throughout the Bible people have given many names to or for God. Sometimes they were given in a response to something um God had done, or other times they would grab who he is and everything. And um like I said, some of the most permanent names is like use the name of Jehovah or uh Jehovah Ra, the Lord our shepherd or uh, the righteousness of and all the and the God of all gods, that the great I am, that I am that I am, all these things, Abba Father, <laughs> you know, usually by Abba Father, um, and and this is coming out of this is Romans chapter eight verse fifteen. It says, "You have not received the spirit of slavery, leading you, leading to fear again, but you shall receive receive a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we count out." I'm a father. You know, we 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 that know Christ that have been adopted by God. We have been adopted by God through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we can say, I'm a father. We can go behind the veil. We don't have to go to the priest and um and confess, no offense to the Catholic, but we don't have to come to you and go into the in the little room and confess our sin. We can go directly to the throne of grace and um talk to God. We can go behind the veil. That's who God is one that allow us to come behind the veil then because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We can go there. The scripture said that in the in the in the, in the book of Matthew that talks about how the, the veil was rent in two and everything. And that was how that was earthquake and those those kind of things. We can go directly to God. We have a mediator mediator. We have an advocate with the Father now that looks out for us, that intercedes on our, our behalf. We can go to the Father now. Amen. Um, the word Adonah 
again means that the Lord our master, surely he is our master. It comes from 1 Samuel 24, 8, when David has the chance to take the life of the king of Israel, Saul, who is trying to kill him, and he chooses to spare Saul. He measures from a cave. He has been hiding and calls Saul, my Lord. His roots from the form Hebrew, similar to Adonah, he called him, my Lord. But this is a, the this is one that is bigger than any king or president or elective fiction when we think about the name of God. There in the, in Revelation, he is called the um, the ancients of days. God references the ancients dates are three times in the book of Daniel, chapter seven. I'm sorry, that was in book of chapter Dan, Daniel. In Revelation, he's um, Jesus is referenced as the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You know, he's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. Our God, that is who you are. You know, he's all-powerful. You know, he, that is who he are. There is, he sees all things. He's in all places at the same, and at the same time. Like I said, he, he's the first, the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's, um, he's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He knows things about us that we don't even know about ourselves. That is who you are. And when we um, begin to recognize the power and the authority and the, even the, uh, and who God is, we begin to realize that what we go through, what we face in life is nothing compared to the glory of God that should be revealed to those that love him and walk worthy of the calling that's in, the, in our life. So what do we do? We hold on for dear life. We hold on to the horn of salvation, the uh, horn of the, at the altar. And if we hold on and don't give up, we become stronger and stronger. Because we know that God said I would never, Jesus said I would never leave you nor forsake you. So we hold on for dear life. We got nowhere else to go but to depend on God. And if you don't know him, there's a song that says, try God and try God. He's all right. You can try Jesus anytime, no matter where you are. And you, he will reveal himself mighty. He will come in your midnight hours and knock on your door. He will come when the tears are beginning to flow and you don't know where to go. And you're ready to throw up your hands and be there, be a friend to you. He will come when all your all the family or friends are turned against you and everything is going wrong in your life. And when you have what is called like a Job experience, when everything is going wrong, all things are going wrong, all at the same or t- same time. But God is standing right there. Jesus is standing right there, knocking at your door and providing you with a way out. My God, that is who you are. My way maker, my miracle worker, our promise keeper, our light in the darkness. Our God, we talked about the light in the darkness last week. Our light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Okay, that is who who you are. Let me just read a couple more. All right, um, and the word Elohim is the Hebrew word for God, for God that appears in the very first sentence of the Bible. Genesis one one says, "In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth." It literally says, "In the in the beginning, Elohim created the heaven and the earth." The term Elohim means supreme one, so that's another word, Almighty one. You know, or L L I R means God might might high, God might and high, or sometimes Lord's most high. It's used throughout the scripture to refer to the Lord, Creator of heaven and earth. He is mighty. He is the mighty one. He is the supreme one. There is no one else above him. There are angels below him, and there is there 
uh, 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 angels, a difference also angels below him. Even the enemies, the Satan, the devil, got to bow before him. He has no authority unless God permitted. He can't do nothing to you unless God allow it and everything. And even through that, if you look at Job, all that Job went through, all the afflictions that Job went through, all his kids are done, all his wealth gone, God still was able to keep Job. Job still never cursed God. God falsely. But he realized, blessed be the name of the Lord, the Lord given and the Lord taken. Recognizing who God is. Yeah, recognizing who God is. He's a, the scripture's talking about Jesus saying, he's a friend of the sinners. The son of man came, the son of man, and this is coming out of Matthew chapter 11, 19. It says, the son of man came eating and drinking. And they say, here he is a glutton and a drunkard. They call him something that he was not. And in the, in the, in the method, the, 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 those Pharisees and Sadducees called him something. He, they called him a glutton and a, a drunk and a friend of tax collectors and sent him. But wisdom is proved right by her. He, he was done in those days. He, you know, he said that I didn't come to save the righteous, but I, call, the, the call, I came to, to bring sinners into repentance. I came for those that are lost. I came for those that don't think they're so righteous and they don't need me, but I came for those that need me. They didn't realize, if they had realized truly who was in their presence, they would have fell right on their faces and bowed their head to the ground. But they didn't see that they had blindness on and couldn't see the presence of the Son of the living God, God in, 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 um, in completeness in their presence. They couldn't, couldn't see that. They couldn't see them. All they thought about is that he was messing up whatever relationship they were having with the people. It's that they wanted to be in power, and they were looking for a savior to overcome the Roman government. And that's what this kind of savior they were looking for. They were looking for a savior that was rich and that was wealthy and all this kind of, But Jesus was none of those things. He was the opposite of what they thought would come to pass. He was the opposite of the very thing that would, would come to pass. He was the opposite. You know, he was none of those things. Amen. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Let me just get a couple of things here. Yeah, I'm glad to know who he is. Amen. So then the scripture goes on. Let me read a couple more. Another scripture called him, said that he's Emmanuel, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin will be with a child and will give birth to a son, and she will, will call him Emmanuel, which means that God is, is with us. I want to go through some things, amen, because God with us. You know, and, and Moses said in Exodus chapter 3, verses 13, it says, and, he, and so I suppose I go, he was talking to God, Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent, to, sent me to you. And he asked me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to, Mo, to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you should say to the Israelites. And I am have sent you, sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is my name forever. The name you should call me from generation to generation. And again, it's coming out of Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. Amen. He said, and um, not a scripture. It says that in this passage we see, it says that in this passage we see two names that God gives himself. Emphasize a second in decree. 
in two more places we found him declaring the same name of the Lord. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. Talking about Mo, talking to Moses in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 19. Um, it's, uh, uh, Isaiah 42 and 8 said, I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to idols. It's coming from um, Isaac chapter 42, verse 8. Why is it important that we know the names of God? If you don't know all the names of God, does that make you a bad Christian? Of course not. There are literally hundreds of names of titles for God found scattered throughout the the scripture. Even some of the most mature Christians in the faith may not know all of them. Okay? But we need to know that who God is. That is who you are, God. You are all of these things. There's a song that I'll call you all that. All that you are and all that you will be to me. I can't remember how I go and stuff. I don't want to sing it. I don't want to mess it up. Amen. I don't want to mess it up and everything. There's many other scriptures in it that talk about who God is. When I look at First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, this is coming from the New King James Version. It says that, they have no temptation taking you, but such is common to man. But God is what? God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but with, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it, that you may be able to bear it. John chapter 4, verses 24 says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him. Him in spirit and in truth. God, John chapter one verse five said, "And the light shining in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not." What is who is the light? God is light. In Zephaniah um, chapter three verses uh, seventeen said, "The Lord thy God is in the midst of thee; is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing." He would joy over us with singing. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He is mighty. He will save us, y'all. First John chapter one. If I, I got that down twice, it says, "Then this message which we have heard of him and declared to you that God is light, and in him there is no darkness. There is no darkness." First John, First John chapter four, verse eight says, "He that that, that loveth not, not." Knoweth he he that loveth not knoweth not God, but God is love. He is love. In the book of Joshua, verses chapter one, verses eight and nine, said the book of the law should not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, day and night, and thou shalt mayest thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. But then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then shalt thou have good success. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whatsoever thou goes. The Lord thy God is with thee whatsoever thou goes. Again, verse 9 says, Have I not commanded thee? He's talking to Joshua. He's telling us the same thing. Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whatsoever thou goes. Whatsoever that God, in Second um, Peter chapter two, 
I mean, Second Peter chapter three verses nine. It says, "The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering." See, there's another word who God is. God is long suffering to us, with not willing to end us your prayers, but we shall come to repentance. God is not slack. In um, uh, John chapter fourteen verses six, Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, the life, and no man coming to the Father but by, by me. We can't even come to God unless we come through Jesus Christ. Who is Christ? I am. He said. That. He said. He said. I'm the truth. I'm the way, and I'm the life. You know, I'm the light in the in the, in the midst of the darkness. Yeah, I'm the light in the midst of the darkness. Amen. 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 And um. And um, I think I read some of these already. Let me just just bear with me for a second. Can I got quite a few, quite a few. Yeah, who is God? In Isaiah chapter forty, verse twenty-three, it says that He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. That's who God is. He's all powerful. Everything is under His hand. Even the keys, like how the keys is in His hand. There's none like Him in all the earth. Um, and uh, let me see what else. James chapter 1, verse 17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadow. He, every heavenly gift, every gift is from, comes from up above, comes from the Father. Amen. And John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God so loved. Who is God? The one who gave his son. The one who gave his son for you and me. You know, I used to tell people, you know, because sometimes we try to make a distinction between those that are uh, Christians or whatever and those that are. Look, look, Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. He didn't discriminate whether they were black, whether they were Jew, whether they was Muslim, whether they was Hindu. He died for the sins of the whole world. Why? But they, we have a choice here to decide whether we follow after him or we don't. And everything. If we have followed after him, we know that we have eternal life. But he, he gave us a choice of the matter. He died for all of us. He even The atheists may not believe there's a God, but Christ died even for the atheists. When he died on the, on the cross, it was for the sins of the whole world. He left nobody out. You know, but we have a choice whether we receive him or not. You know, we have a choice whether we receive him or not, whether we believe him or not. You know, we have a choice in the matter. We have a choice in the matter. But he died for the sins of the whole world. For the sins of the whole world. It says that, um, and um, this is coming out again in Matthew chapter 6, verse 26. It says, God is a spirit, and his worship must worship him, him in spirit and truth. He's a spirit. And we got, we must. It is that we will, we, we do. It said we must worship him in spirit and truth. We must worship him in spirit and truth. You know, and, um, and, and um, another chapter says, Papa, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap and store away in the bombs. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not, are you not much more valuable than them? God would feed us. He is a feed. He is, God is not. In um, Numbers chapter 23, verses 19, that God is not human, that he should lie, nor a human being, that he should change his mind. Does he, does he speak and did not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? God will fulfill and do everything that he said he was going to do. Everything that he did. do. Everything he said he was going to do. God is, is truth. His word is truth. You know, his word is truth. Amen. In Psalm chapter 50, um, I think I'm looking at verse 6. It says, 
Uh, no, that's not the right one. Um, I'm going to change Psalms 80, verse 30. It says, as for God, his way is perfect. In other words, he's a perfect God. The Lord's word is flawless. That means his word is flawless. He says, all who take refuge in him. His, 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 his way is perfect. His words are flawless. His words will return back into him. Boy, he's awesome. We know that we can depend and trust in the almighty God. Yeah. Amen. We know that we depend on awesome. In Psalms 50, verses 6, it says, And the heavens proclaim his righteousness, for he is God. He is a God of just. In Psalms 165, it says, The Lord is gracious and righteousness. Our God is full of compassion. He is a God full of compassion. And in and, and, uh, Revelation 21 and 3, it says, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He is our God. Amen. He is our God. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He is our God. In Psalms 6, 8, and 19 through 20, it says, Praise be the Lord to our God, our Savior, who daily bears our burden. Our God is a God who saves from the sovereign Lord comes escape. Uh, from the sovereign Lord comes escape from death. We can escape death. We don't have to die in our sin. He offered us a way out. And our way out is through Jesus Christ. Amen. In Psalms 84, um, verses 11 and 12, it says, For the Lord God is, the, is a son and share. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk in blameless. The Lord Almighty and blessed is the one who trusts in him. In Second Chronicles 30, verses 8 through 9, it says, Be not stiff-necked as your ancestor was, but submit to the Lord. Come to his sanctuary, which he has consecrated forever. Serve the Lord your God, so that his fierce anger will turn away from you. If you return to the Lord, then your fellow Israelites and your children will be shown, great, shown compassion by their captives and return to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. He would not turn his face from you if you return to him. He talking about people the take the God returning back to him. He talking about this during this time for even for us, you know, if we backslide if we go in the opposite direction, if we become rebellion, know that rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft and everything like that. God still have Jesus still have an open arms to us to ask us we repent and come back to him unto him. In Joshua chapter eight Chapter 1, verses 8 to 9, says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you again wherever you go. God is with us wherever we, we go. In Micah chapter 7, 18 and verse 10, it says, Who is a God like you? Who is a God like God? Who is like you? There is none like you. Who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance? Who is like you, God? Who, who You did not stay angry forever, but like to show mercy. Who is like you, God? You will, again, have compassion on us. You will tread us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl our, all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. God does that. Who is God? One that our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the of the sea, depths of the sea. In Deuteronomy chapter six, 
verses 45 say, Oh, hear, O Israel, the Lord God, Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. He is one. There is no other God besides him. In Second Samuel, verses 22, 32 through 34, it says, well, Who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock beside our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He calls me to stand on the height, on the on the heights. Um, Amen. He calls me to stand on the hunt. Who is my God? He's like a rocket unto us. In First John chapter four, I think I read this one. I'm not did. First John chapter four, verses seven and nine says, "Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoso whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Who is God again? God is love. That is who he is. Amen. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him, through him, that we might have life. Amen. And Psalms 33 and verses 11 and 13, it said, But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, and the, the purpose of the Father throughout all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people he chose for his inheritance. From, from the heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all mankind, all mankind, all mankind. Amen. Amen. In Exodus uh, chapter, I'm going to read just a few more, amen, but I got a lot. I mean, God is awesome, man. He just, he's just off. There's more than over 200-some scriptures that deal with who God is, who you are, God, and be glorified, glorified, be magnified your name. And then be magnified your name. Let me magnify your name. I, I'll also look at a couple other, I mean, uh, some of these I've already read, so I'm just skipping through them. Okay, this is coming out of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. It says, Has not thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. God doesn't faint. He doesn't get ter- t- tired. He don't, he don't get weary. He doesn't do anything. He's everlasting. It's just his spirit, his, his ways, is looking to and fro and stuff like that. You know, he sees all things. There is nothing hidden from him. There is nothing hidden from him. There's nothing hidden from him. Him hidden from him. But, you know, now another scripture talking about for every house is built by some men, but he that built it, all things is God. All, all things come from him. The cattle on the thoughts of hills belong to, here, belong to him. The earth is here. The, all the riches there is. All the gold is here. It belongs to him. Who is God? God, that is who you are. You are mighty. You are powerful. You are uplifting. You are full of joy. You are long-suffering. You are one that never, ever forsake us or give us something. You are one full of power. In Psalm 6, 8, 19, and 20, says, Blessed be the Lord who has daily loaded us with benefits. He's the God that gives us a benefit, even the God of our salvation. He is that. He that is our God is the God of our salvation. Unto the God, the Lord belong belong the issues from them. He is the Lord God. You know, it says He loaded us with benefits. Psalm sixty eight and nineteen through twenty. He loaded us with benefits. We have the benefits 
of our own way to God. God, we have been grafted into him because of the seed of Abraham, because of Jesus Christ. We are heirs and joint heirs with him. We couldn't be there without God, without his say-so. We are. We are not defeated. You know, we should, we should lift up our heads, O Gatum, and declare the name of God. We should declare the rights and this and stuff. That, those are things that we do, even when we at our worst, and even when we're down, and even when we're downtrodden. We know that we can look to the hills for which coming I have, no matter what it may seem like. Sure, surely, goodness and mercy will have to follow us all the days of our life. It has to follow us because it's goodness and mercy represents one of the attributes of God. God is not only love, but he's all of that. You know, he's, he's not only love, but he's also a just God. He's also a just God. He's also a righteous God. He's someone that we can depend on no matter what. When mother, father, sister, brother, husband, friends, pastor, apostle, bishop, forsake us, or lie with us, there still stands God. I am that I am. He is still there. He is still on the throne. No matter me or we feel like there have been times in my life and I got to be transferred. So I asked the question, God, where are you? Are you still with me? And he began to reveal himself. If you ask, he will reveal himself mighty into you. There have been times in my life that I didn't feel like that I could get a breakthrough, that I could get a prayer through because I felt like there was something on us. But even in the midst of that, I had to wait on God. I had to believe, I had to trust that he would come and see about the, me, that he would make me feel better, that he would make my feet like hind's feet, so that I would be able, amen, to climb out of the, the climb out of the step, the stages, or where I was at, to climb higher and deeper in him, no matter what the cost might be, because I know that he believed in us, and he trusts us, otherwise he would not allow Jesus to die. But something that was hopeless. Jesus died on the cross for our sins that we might have life, but not just any kind of life, but life more abundantly. My God, that is who you are. That we can have the opportunity to walk in the garden with him in the cool of the day. Like Adam then, that he began to reveal the mysteries and the allegories of why he created this and why he did it that way. And we were able to understand those things. Maybe not, not in this lifetime, maybe not all in this lifetime, but maybe in the life, lifetime to come. That all things will be open to us. All things will be open to us. A grateful we are grateful being grateful to God for every trial and every tribulation, for every tear, for every sickness, even those that we think would lead to death. But God said that you should live with my dad. Being grateful unto God, that he is the one that will give us a strength. Even our pastors and loved ones can do it, but he can. Being grateful to God, no matter what, that I will still stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That's what I'm saying, saying to you today. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That's what Moses told them. They was ready to, to, to thought they was going to die. They had the, the sea on one side and the, the, the Pharaoh's army on the other side. And it was panic. They panicked. And sometimes as believers, we go through trials and tribulations and we panic. But sometimes then the spirit that's in us has to tell us to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord because the enemy we see today, we will see no more. We will, can get through this. We can make it. We can make it, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Who is God? Who is God? 
Who is God? He is mighty. He is God. He, I am that I am. That's what he says. He said, I am and I am. I want to read a couple more scriptures. we getting close to running out of time. Amen. In, the, in, in, in John chapter 1, the first verse is, In the beginning, beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Who is God? In <laughs> Proverbs 8 and 35, it says, For those who findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. For those who findeth me, you know, findeth me. And so he's, why, Jesus' arms is wide open for us. Who is God? No, who is God? And again, I want to read a couple more. But oh man, let me just read a couple more. Guys, like I said, it's over two hundred scriptures to describe who God is. Okay, in Psalms chapter sixteen, verses two, it says, "O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord; my goodness extended not to thee." He said, "Thou art my Lord. He's, he's our Lord. His goodness always is there." His goodness, um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. Who is God? It's the one that we rejoice in. You know, the, the old people just say there's two times we praise the Lord. There's two times we praise the Lord. When you feel like it and when you don't. When you feel like it and when you don't. Amen. When you feel like it and when you don't. Yeah. In um, Galatians chapter 3, verses 28, says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. We are all one in Christ Jesus. He doesn't look, again, like I said before, he doesn't look at us and see a black man or a white man. He don't look at all of that. He don't look and see all of that and stuff like that. He don't look at the color of your skin and everything. But God knows the heart. He looks at the heart. We're always looking at what a person looks like or how eloquent they speak or how they carry it or what they dress like and everything. But God knows the heart and everything. Who is God? He is one. The God, who, who are, are you? He is one that knows the heart of man. He is one that knows the heart of man. And then, and Deuteronomy, we almost done. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verses 1 to 4. He said, Would not go out to battle against that enemy and see horses and chariots, and the people more than thou. He's warning the, the children of Israel. He said, Be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee. He said, That means to me that when we go to battle, when we go into places that are, are, are dangerous, he said, God is with thee. He said, For the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee out out of the land of Egypt, and it shall be when ye are come nigh into the battle, that the priests shall approach and speak unto the people, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your heart faint. Fear not, and do not tremble. Neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is, is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. We, we fight, we fight, and I'm, again, I'm talking about myself, we fight battles that's not meant for us to fight. But the battle is not meant for us to fight, but the battle belongs to the battle. We get into ourselves in a lot of trouble because we try to go against things and obstacles and stuff that we should know. All we got to do is stand still let God be God. Let God be God. Let him do it. We we go through work racing and stuff like that. And we're not supposed to worry. We're not supposed to worry. All we got to do is let go and let God be God. That's easier said than done because we are one 
people that like to put our hands on things and try to fix things ourselves. But God has said, let me be God. Let me do it. Let me do do what is right. You know, let me let me let me show you how much of a treasure that you are to me. Let me show you that how much you are the apple of my eye. Let me reveal to you the mysteries of me and stuff. Let me show you what I can do. Let me show you what your outcome would be. You know, I, let me show you what my plans for you. You don't know my plans for you, but you're trying to get involved with him. But God says, leave it alone. He's telling us, all of us, I'm going to leave it, leave it alone. Let God be God in my life. Let God be God in our life. In, in Job chapter 12, verses 7 to 10, and again, we got a few more minutes. It says, and Job is talking about acting down, God is saying, down the beast, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee, or speak to, the, or speak to the earth, and they shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, unto thee, who knoweth not in all these things that the hand of the Lord had wrought this? He's telling Job, Job, I did this. So where were you, Job, with all these things who were created? You won't know where we're in. I did this. You know, I did this. You won't dare. You know, you won't dare. And sometimes we got to really realize the, the fullness of who God is, not just the creation of what he did, but all things belong to him. It says, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all men. Whose hand is it, Job? Who does it belong to? Who controls your breath? Who controls the wealth of the land? You know, who controls those things in the sea and stuff like that? Who tells the wind where to blow? My God, that is who you are, God. That is who you are. You direct our path. You change the word. Jesus spoke to the wind, and the, and the wind stopped, and the waves become, see, he told Peter to come. Peter said, Lord, let that be thee. Let me to come. Peter came. Peter did. Peter walked on the word come, because Jesus had spoken the word come. But Peter began to walk on the water. When Peter took his for the word come and looked down, he began to sink. We need to remain focused on the word, on who God is. We need to remain focused. And I'm not saying that it's an easy thing. It's not always easy because there's so many distractions going on in our life. There's so many, especially in the day and time that we live in now, there's so many hurt and harm and people dying and sickness and, and COVID and wars and rumors of war. And men becoming more lovers of themselves and hating each other because of, because the color of their skin. But I'm telling you a great secret and a great mystery. There are more great things that God is doing in the world than there are evil things that are going on. All we got to do is stand still and see and watch the miracles of God that he's performing daily. People are being born again daily. Lives are changing daily. And some people are being saved daily. Muslims and Hindus are following Jesus Christ daily. Daily. But the world is not going to show you that because the world love is on. We're not going to be revealed to that because the world love is on. My, my thing, my favorite saying, let the world be the world because that's what the world is going to do. But our focus needs to be on the things of God. Our focus needs to be on where our help comes from, no matter what. Our focus needs to be on those things. You are Lord God, weight maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. That is who 
you are. That is who you are. I, I want to read a, um, um, a couple more scriptures. Yeah, in fact, let's read. This comes out of John chapter 4. I'm not sure I read this. Right? I read it. John chapter 4, verses 7 to 9, talking about the water of the woman of Samaria. It says, There comes the woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me drink. For his disciples were going away into the city to buy meat. Then say the woman to Samaria to him, How is it that thou being a Jew asked a drink of me, which I am a woman of Samaria? But the Jews have no de- no dealing, amen, with um, the, the with Samaria. Okay? And uh, let me give it a second. Amen. Let me just go back in that letter. And uh, verse 10 it says, And Jesus answered and said to her, If thou knowest the gift <laughs> of God, and who it is that say to thee, give me to drink. That would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. He said, he said, answer and said to her, if thou knowest the gift of God, look, I'm a gift. I'm standing right here, and I'm God. I'm standing right here. And that know who said to thee, give me to drink, that would have asked him. Yeah, we would have asked him me. And he would have given thee the living water. And the woman said to him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep, from which thou hast, from which thou hast thou that living water. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us well, us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Whosoever drink of this water shall never thirst again. <laughs> Whosoever drink of this water shall never thirst again. For whosoever drink of the water, the Asia, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Who's, and Jesus said, said whosoever drinking of this water shall thirst again. But fortunately, he said, but whosoever drinking of the water that I should give him should never thirst. But the water that I should give him should be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. Then said the woman to her, sir, give me this, me this water that I thirst not, neither come here hither to the jaw. Give me this water. He's the living water. He's the righteous one. My God, that is who you are. That He's a promise keeper, you know. He's more than just a way maker. He, I mean, I, 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 I thank God for the song, but he's more than just a way maker. He's more than a miracle. He's more than all the names. Now, we can't even describe the, the name. Even the angel says hallelujah. It says holy and everything like that. Hallelujah. Uh, and holy, holy, holy. <laughs> And we can't put in any kind of word God, who God is. But all we can do is submit our ways into him. Submit our ways into the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Submit our ways into the Christ, the risen Savior. Amen. Amen. And I'm, I'm done. I'm close. That's all I got. But I want to go back to actually go back and listen to all the rest of the other four. Probably there's five parts. It's part five. Uh, please, by all means, share this broadcast. Amen. This is a word for us. It's definitely was a word for me. I needed this tonight. Like I said, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, no, you got to do it. No matter what you feel like, no matter how down you may feel like, you got to do it. Because sometimes, like David, I believe it's going to talk about how David encouraged the, the, himself in the Lord, his God. And sometimes we got to do just that. Sometimes we got to, you know, God always send us a, 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 a way maker or a send us a song. And I, again, I think you know, uh, the person sent me the song and everything like that. And I began, because it made me go and study and listen and just, I think I went to sleep 
listening to the song all night and meditating all night and and uh, and spending some time with some with God and Him. And I've been telling people, I said that's what I've been doing. I needed to get back, and, and not that I'm not in relationship because I am and stuff like. That, but I needed a place just to have a conversation with Him. And for him to have a conversation with me, I needed to be in that place that I had to have to talk. And it doesn't mean that what I'm facing or what I'm going through has not gone away because it's still there. It doesn't that circumstances haven't changed, but the strength of, of of him that it made made perfect because of him in me because of my weakness. I'm, I'm stronger now. Uh, I know that, and I've been reminded to stand still in him and to believe him, you know, to turn neither to the left nor to the right, but to, to trust in him. Amen. So I do want to thank you for listening in and everything. I pray that this has been a blessing to you and everything. We can go ahead and close out in prayer. God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that that's who you are. You are more than a way maker. You are more than a miracle worker. You are more than a promise keeper. You are more than light in the darkness. You are more, God, than all the different attributes of who you are. You are more than all of that, God. And we are grateful, Lord Jesus, for all that you are. We are grateful for the promises of yea and amen. We are grateful that you hear our prayers. We are grateful that you come and see about your children, even when they might be going through great trials and tribulation, even when they might have doubt about their relationship with you, even when they don't feel like they're connected with you. God, we thank you, God, that you said you never leave us nor forsake us. So we are grateful for your mercy and your grace, Lord Jesus that overcomes all things, that following us all the days of our life. We're grateful, Lord Jesus, not because we are righteous in our own self, because we're as filthy rags, we're blood from the mud pile, we're just like dirt, but because of you, Jesus, we are the righteousness of God because of you, Christ. We can't do anything about it. We, there's no work, so greater works we can do to be accepted, but, but until you, Lord Jesus, to you and to be grateful to our almighty God that's in our life. We are glad to be counted with you, Lord Jesus. We're glad that our name is written in the book of life, God. We're glad that our name is believed, but we don't want only our name. We want to be that salt, light, and power in the midst of darkness to others, God, that they might see you, Jesus. Allow us to be a living epistle among men and women. You know, no matter the race or the color or the or, or, or creed or where they come from or the education, God, but show yourself mighty to this world, God. God, we pray for every church, every apostle, every bishop, every pastor, every elder, every minister, every clergy, God, every evangelist, every missionary that you have ordained for such a time as this. We pray that we will continue to be bold in you. And that we would go forth, God, and speak the oracles and the mysteries of you, God. That we would not be afraid of the terror at night or the errors of during the day, God. That we would stand still and see your salvation. We give all to you, everything to you, in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me. You have a great and wonderful day. God bless you. Do the heavenly smile upon you. I love you. God bless you. At Omni Hotels and Resorts, you'll discover endless ways to enjoy your summer. 
Do you want to explore a new city or relax at a resort? Do you prefer the sights of downtown or the beach at sundown? Do you want to golf like a pro or go driving off-road? No matter what you're looking for, you can do it all at Omni. With over 50 destinations coast to coast, the hardest part of planning your dream summer getaway is deciding where to go. Explore all we have to offer and book now at omnihotels.com slash summer. ¿Necesita ayuda para pagar su factura de energía? Los inquilinos y propietarios de vivienda en el condado de San Joaquín que califican para el programa HIP también pueden calificar para la climatización del hogar gratuita, como la reparación o el reemplazo del refrigerador, el calentador de agua, la unidad de calefacción, aire acondicionado y más. Visite www.sjchsa.org diagonal assistance o llame al 209-468-1500-468-1500. 